Welcome to the recorded candidate interviews by the League of Women Voters of Portland. All the candidates running for this position in the primary election were invited to participate. We asked the candidates for the same office, the same questions, and included as many of the questions as time allowed. Hello, this is Cecilia Beckwith with the League of Women Voters of Portland. You're watching the Video Voters Guide or listening to our podcast. We're here to talk with candidates running for the May 17, 2022 primary election. All of the candidates running for this position in the primary election were invited by the League to participate. We asked the candidates for, for the same office, the same questions. The number of questions asked is determined by the length of the candidates' answers. In this process, we're grateful for the support of the Carol and Velma Sailing Foundation, the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund, the Weiss Foundation, and our media partners, Metro East Community Media. With me today is Dr. Sandik Valley, running for the Portland Commissioner position number two. Welcome, Dr. Valley. Hello, thank you for having me and thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to speak with you. Thank you. Please tell us a little about yourself and why you're running for this office. Uh, that's a very good question. My name is Sandy Bally and I'm running for Portland City Commissioner against the incumbent Dan Ryan. Um, I came to Portland in 2009 to pursue my doctorate degree in pharmacy and I've been here ever since. Um, I fell in love with Portland and decided to stay and not go back to my hometown, which is Reno, Nevada. Um, I specialize in, in treating and preventing HIV and hepatitis C, drug addiction and mental health. Um, I'm running because it's unsettling to me to see what Portland has become. Our once vibrant and beautiful city has become a place of rampant homelessness record-breaking violence and crime, business closures, and piles of trash and garbage. The city has been negatively impacted by the policies of the city council, and I'm running because I want to turn things around. Okay. Uh, please explain your ideas for the revitalization of Portland's downtown. That is a great question. Uh, for me, I am very connected to Portland's downtown. I used to work and manage a specialty pharmacy that was a leader in HIV prevention and treatment. Um, it also was a leader in long-term substance abuse treatment and mental health treatment. Unfortunately, when our current city commissioners championed 100 days of riots in downtown Portland, the business that provided so much hope to so many people was broken into three separate times. Our windows were completely broken into and the pharmacy was destroyed as well as I came to work one day and it was shocking the next morning to see all of the medications that saved people's lives were thrown into the streets and burned up. Um, ultimately, after experiencing three different break-ins, the decision was made to close that pharmacy down. And I made me question of what's going on in the city who are the people behind the policies that are leading this? And it just made me think like we need to have a different voice and a different direction for the city. Um, my plan is to bring back public safety to downtown. And I speak to Portlanders every day and no one feels down, no one feels safe in downtown or the surrounding areas. I'll give you a good example of this. I was downtown just stumping two Thursdays ago 
going into businesses and I walked into a business and I came back out and I found myself in the middle of a homicide scene. And I think everyone's read about the woman who was shot and killed downtown. And that was a scene that I found myself at. Um, I was grateful that there were police officers there to kind of secure the scene, to make people feel safe and to prevent further crime from happening. Um, The presence of police always prevents crime. And I feel like we have to bring back a strong police force of diverse men and women who are passionate about public safety. Also in downtown, I think we're seeing a lot of addiction and mental health going untreated. My plan is to turn off the free flowing spigot, which has invited every person in our nation to come to Portland and urban camp, freely use and sell drugs. We're enabling addiction and and allowing mental health to go untreated. Um, My plan is to end urban camping and help the people that help people who are experiencing addiction and mental health with treatment, providing them with the resources. And really, when I say providing them with resources is providing them with a way to go to shelters, to go and get addiction treatment, to see, to get help with their mental health as well. I think Portland has over 250 clinics, rehab centers and nonprofits. So we must do our part in getting people the resources to help them out. Um, And I think if we do those things, we'll be able to revitalize downtown and bring back the soul of downtown. Downtown is Portland's gem. And I think we all have to work hard to make sure that we bring it back. Thank you. The, The city and county collaborate through the joint office of homeless services to address the needs of unhoused individuals in our community. So what measures would you recommend to more effectively meet these needs? So I feel like right now the Joint Office of Homeless Services provides shelter, rent assistant, permanent supportive housing, mental health support, trash cleanup, and outreach. Unfortunately, when I look around Portland, I question whether this office is actually doing anything productive. Homelessness is getting worse. There are more people on our streets than ever before, and we're seeing addiction and mental health going untreated on our streets. The Office of Joint Homeless Services is all about housing first, and I think they need to be all about treatment first. I would love to see more data come out from the office about what they have really done. I would love to see more data about who they helped into permanent housing, how long did that person stay housed, and I also want to know, do they see addiction and mental health as an, as an issue that needs to be addressed? As far as I can tell right now, um, that office is really concerned more about housing first. But I think what we're seeing is a lot of mental health disorders and a lot of addiction or disorders on our street. And we should really be about treatment first. And I want to make that a priority. So what steps would you take to increase the public's trust and confidence in the Portland Police Bureau? Good question. Um, I think right now the public needs to look at the current stats to understand what has happened in our city. In 2021, we had a historic high of 90 homicides. The victims ranged from three months old to a 77-year-old woman. This was due to the commissioner's decision to defund the police by $23 million. The commissioners have since flip-flopped on their stance and have decided to refund the police by $5.2 million, which I feel like it's too little too late. Also, getting rid of the gun violence reduction team was a mistake as well. 
Because of this, Portland has already seen 390 shootings in the first quarter of 2022. As of April 19th, there have been 29 homicides in Portland. The public is clearly seeing that public safety does not exist in Portland any longer. The police has the lowest Portland has the lowest national average of police officers to residents. We currently have one police officer for every 830 residents. And I feel like that's unacceptable. Um, I've been out and speaking to Portland voters, and I think they all support the police and support bringing back a diverse force of men and women who are passionate about public safety. Um, right now, I think Portlanders are afraid. They're afraid of going outside. They're afraid of what their day is going to end like. They're definitely afraid that a family member, their children might end up in a crime scene and what's going to happen to them. Um, unfortunately, we're seeing more gun violence every day in the city and it's not stopping. Um, for me, I feel like if someone's a victim to a crime, they want police there. They want to know that a police officer is there to restore safety and hold criminals accountable. The, police, the P Portland Street Response is a program that I think is wonderful, but it's unable to do those things. Well, thank you, Dr. Bowley. Um, this concludes our voter video guide and the podcast interview with Dr. Sandeep Bowley running for the, um, what is it, the commissioner, I'm sorry, running for the Portland commissioner position number two. Um, thank you very much. Election, election day is Tuesday, May 17th. And thank you for informing yourself about the candidates and for exercising your right to vote. For more information on the primary election and this particular race, visit our website, vote411.org and lwvpdx.org. Thank you. This interview was produced by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund and Metro East Community Media. Funding was provided by the Carolyn Velma Sailing Foundation, the Weiss Foundation, Vernier Software and Technology, and the Sarah Fruing Memorial Fund. For more information on the primary election and this race, visit our websites, vote411.org and lwvpdx.org. Thank you for listening and for voting. Copyright 2022 by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund. Licensed by Creative Commons.